0: You're a fucking asshole, man. That, that just fuck you. I just found out and I'm fucking pissed. And it's bullshit. And God damn it, you know I'll give you twenty bucks to stay. Just twenty bucks, like every year. Yeah, that's that's it. Go so, so fuck yourself. Activate my curly hair stick. Hair. Initiate ju Commence annoying commentary. Begin Geek Upload. System check complete. All systems operational in... 5... 4... 3... 2... 1...
1: This is sick and wrong. The Pointcraft. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I am one of your hosts, D. E. Simon.
2: I'm the co-host, Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wacker? I'm just co-hosting my podcast.
1: Co-host. last times. Co-host slash sidekick.
2: I don't know. I read that sidekick is a pathetic... Uh, podcast sidekick is one of the most pathetic things you can be.
1: I saw your post on that. Seth MacFarlane, right?
2: Yes, yeah, Seth MacFarlane, millionaire... You know, creator of one of the greatest cultural touchstones, times, Family Guy, The Cleveland Show, (laughs) American Dad. I mean, these are shows that are going to go down, you know, in history, like right up alongside the Honeymooners and things like that. Wasn't
1: he a uh, sidekick to The Simpsons for so many years?
2: (laughs) You mean ripoff artist? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I would say, I would say, I think sidekick is demeaning. I think you're a co-host because we're on an equal level. Like where well, sidekick makes me the think the of humorous somebody.
2: Thing about, the humorous thing about his comment to me was, he's actually talking about how pathetic sidekicks are on successful podcasts with famous people.
1: Like the Nerdist. Or, like, uh, you know. Uh, who's Mark Maron or Rogan. Like the, or, the, 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 those I kind mean, the, of The one guy that
2: had the big falling out with his sidekick was... Uh, do, who's the guy who used to be with Doctor Drew? I can't remember. Oh, oh Corolla.
1: Corolla! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corolla yeah, had falling him. out with
2: his sidekick. I think the sidekick even, even sued pathetic. him. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
1: Well, Wackley, uh, I, I think of you as a co-host, an equal. I think we're on equal footing here with right. the show, well, and we're uh, splitting
2: the T-shirt money equally. So exactly. That's, that's, all that's I how, care
1: about. <laughs> it's only about the money. I think you're the Jewish guy in this podcast, honorary Jew.
2: Okay, it's all about the shekels. You don't have to get gassed.
1: Pound of flesh. Um, I have a confession to make. I uh, you over the years of doing the show, I've I think mentioned my my sentiment about childhood obesity. I think I've expressed it several times. How I yeah I'm against childhood obesity, and I think I think that's a, a point of failure for most parents, and a downfall of our society is when you see these three or four year old kids just completely overweight the bmi like over 12 i don't i don't actually know what the bmi average <laughs> would be but anyway it sounded good um but i personally uh have failed as a parent and i found that out this week um i had to take Hecubus into the vet because he has an ear like infection that? dude th- those cats those those hairless cats yeah are allergic to everything you change their litter he gets like hives all over his body you give him like frisky cat food no fur Yeah, I mean, he's allergic to everything. So he's been getting these ear infections because they have no hair in their ear. And I think Mm -hmm. it's kind of part of the mutant mutant genes. Are you oiling
2: him up on a regular basis?
1: You don't need to do that. But I bet you he would break out in hives from that. Um, But anyway, I I took him in to go get the the vet checked. And she was looking at him. She's like, it's been about a year. You never need to take your cats into the vet. And she's like, you know, when you brought him in here, he was two pounds. She's like, he weighs 12 now. Well, I mean, he was a kitten. <laughs> so, yeah, it was like a year he ago. We gained
2: ten pounds.
1: We gained twelve pounds over the past uh, the the past year, and she was like, you know, for a cat his frame, he should be about ten. What are you feeding him? And I looked at my girlfriend, and my 20% girlfriend twenty percent
2: overweight.
1: Yeah, my girlfriend was like, oh, you're right, because I kept saying all this time, I'm like, you know, he's got a gut, and these cats like. The spare tires is particularly prominent. I mean, it just sticks right, there's no out. Fur. There's no fur to cover. so He just looks like a fat, wrinkly old man.
2: Is the cat doing a lot of snacking between meals?
1: You know, we're not feeding people food, but what it is, it's dry food. Like, we give them dry food, and those cats don't know when to stop. You know, it's like eating cereal, like, like Fruity Pebbles all day. Yeah, you but know? do
2: you portion it out, or do you just leave a huge mound of it?
1: Yeah, I, would, I was giving him blast because you give him wet food and dry food, but apparently uh, dry food is just not good for indoor cats because they I are lazy. I, I,
2: I thought I'd heard the opposite, that wet no? food isn't good for it's cats. It's wet food that's I
1: good because it gives them, uh, you know, it hydrates them, and it's just it's more protein <laughs> and carbohydrate.: I, I just learned all this. Food. So I'm looking at it, and I was just like, you know, I have a child who's obese.
2: Right, you know, you need to go to like a, a focus group or something now.
1: I'm going to send them to a fat cat, like a fat kitten camp. Well, I think you need to go. Well, I probably do. deal with you do. your guilt. I, I feel guilty. I feel like a hypocrite. You know, well, railing you about are, this for, really. for years. And talking about getting a stick to point out the, the, the fat portions that they need to work on. Now, here I am.
2: He doesn't have a functioning brain. I mean, he's not going to get that.
1: No, but other people gonna, will see it and ridicule him. He'll see the mockery. That will lead him to start losing will weight. Feel,
2: he will feel shame. I think cats can feel shame.
1: I think they can, too. I, I think, were, were you saying that uh, he should get one of those cat treadmills?
2: Yeah, the cat wheel.
1: The cat wheel.
2: Well, It's basically like a hamster wheel for your cat. Yeah. Maybe you could put him in one of those balls. <laughs> 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 Can't get any food inside there.
1: Yeah, nothing is more sad than a 40-year-old man, single man, living in his apartment with his cat and, uh, you know, being upset about the, uh, the, the cat's weight. But yeah. that's, that's an Everything issue for me. Everything about that is uh, pretty pathetic. It is for rather pathetic. So I, I'm going to move on here. I just wanted to point out that I feel like a bit of a failure. Um, so Wackerly, in other news, uh, we made a big announcement last week. Uh, episode 500 will be the last show. A lot of people think we're winding them up, which I guess we've done in the past. Yeah. Uh, but this isn't it's a like wind-up. Yeah, this we're not uh, this isn't a prank. Um this is this is serious. We're being serious here. We uh have done the show for a long to, time.
2: I need you guys to be serious about this.
1: Like, let's sit down and be serious, okay? No it's no not all no joking. games. You know, smiles and chocolate with you people. Um Yeah, Wackerly uh, has chosen to retire from the world of podcrafting. I'm not sure what I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna I think I'm going to carry on in some way or form. How pissed would
2: you be if I just went on somebody else's podcast immediately after we stopped the show?
1: Oh, we wouldn't be friends anymore. (laughs) More
2: famous person's (laughs) podcast.
1: Like (laughs) you're doing this just to get on the Nerdist.
2: Like who do I? I don't guess I don't know anybody who's famous, but uh, I don't know. Like what if Jeff Daniels or something wanted me on his podcast? Jeff Daniels. (laughs) I guess just because he's from Michigan, he seems like a normal dude. Is that the
1: guy in Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. Yeah. I, I how. Does he even do a podcast?
2: No, this is a theoretical. I'm not going to... I this would not do you like theory. this. a ridiculous theory. It's a ridiculous theory. But
1: anyway, uh, uh, we, we announced that last week. And as expected, we received a torrent of phone calls, uh, posts to the Facebook page. Um, Wackerly mentioned that he would uh, be like Cartman and uh, get the the schadenfreude, the uh, pleasure yeah. from the bitter tears.
2: Sweet bitter tears. Sweet bitter doing, tears. Yeah. I'm Um, in the middle of that right now, just gorging myself. I
1: I imagine you must be quite pleased poring over all those Facebook posts. And it's funny because the reactions range from like, you know, I'm I'm like sorrow, like genuine emotion. Like I'm going to be
3: sorrow, well, oh, oh, sweet
1: sorrow.
2: <laughs> you know, they're they're saying I think sorrow is a strong term. Well, no, you hear these people.
1: I think they're they're definitely sad. They're, it's it's melancholy. You know, they're 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 saying I miss. I'm going to miss you guys. It's, it's sad. It's it, this is like a you know a moment in history because we played a pivotal pivotal role in their lives, which is <laughs> kind of tragic. I in think sense. it's
2: just more like you know, the fucking RA comes back. And finds everybody in the dorms wasted because they smuggled a keg in. And I, you know, we're like taking away the punch bowl, I think is the term.
1: I I think, I think there's somewhat somber, mournful posts. I think a lot of people are like, thanks for the years. You know, they've been very grateful. But they've ranged from that all the way to the other side of like, fuck you, Wackerly. And your wife is Yoko Ono. Like, have you, have I you mean, been seeing that?
2: Are people clear that I'm, I'm not ending the show? It's not like my decision to end the show. Like, D, D is part and parcel to this. Well, I mean, you might go do something else, but you agree with me that this, this format that we've been doing, you know, it's had its run.
1: This incarnation of Sick and Wrong, yes. I wouldn't be able to continue doing this without you. Like, you're your right. a central portion of the show and a component of the show, and there's no I mean, way you I can keep you, doing that.
2: People are calling me, you know, yeah, the John Lennon, and for some reason my wife's yoga. Oh, no!" even though she wants me to keep doing the show. I I think she'd rather have me doing the show when she's working Saturdays than out day drinking, which is what I will be doing once the show's over.
1: Well, that's what's funny about me. My more extended
2: point is, instead of calling me john lennon and my wife yoko i mean people people, people could be calling d the daryl hall who's going to do his solo work
1: <laughs> leaving me oats behind oh but i'm not but, but myself it, but, but if you were like i want to stay, keep doing the show i'd continue doing the show
2: well but, it would have to change and that's what's happening so this it is this, this format of the show is ending
1: well, th- this incarnation of the show is ending, and th- and that's the thing. It's like wackily well, you've done the show week in, week out for like nine years. If you want to retire or do something else or day drink, I think you've more than earned it. And I don't think your wife is Yoko Ono. I get a
2: gold watch or something, a plaque.
1: You get a you get a thumbs up. Um, you're, <laughs> but up your your wife way. when I was in Oakland was just like she she likes the show. She was like, right? no, I wish you keep doing fan. it. Yeah, she's a fan. So if it's like.
2: She's just as sorrowful as the rest of you.
1: <laughs> she's as mournful as the rest of this audience. Um, but at the same time, I think most people understand it. I was a little uh, perturbed about that. I always thought I would be the John Lennon and you'd be more the McCartney or Ringo.
2: I mean, the McCartney was the talented one.
1: Well, maybe, but I mean, we I don't need thought, to argue but about the Beatles. I, but when I read that, I was like, really? It's Wackerly's because they're the John Lennon? I mean, I thought. But th- that's fine. I mean, it's, it's okay if you want to point that out. A few other people mentioned, like, you know, Van Halen, like, Wackerly's kind of like the David Lee Roth, which also kind of offended me. Hmm. But that's fine, and I'd be the Eddie Van Halen, and then we get another, you know, Van Hagar-going thing going who's, on. Who's
2: the fat bass player? <laughs> <laughs> my Michael. cat, my cat, What's his probably. Name? Michael something? Michael Anthony?
1: Um, yeah, my cat Never would probably play that role. But, yeah, but anyway, you can you compare us to whoever you want. You know, it's fine. Yeah, um, we don't care. Yeah, it, it's fine. And I think Wackily brings up some valid points. I just wanted to set
2: the record straight.
1: I, I think you bring up a valid point. I mean, we're talking about this off air. One of the reasons why you've been frustrated with the show is we've done it for a long time. but It's not just the show itself. It's the culture of the internet that the internet you find a frustrating.
2: Lot, actually, something that we didn't talk about before the show. But when we started doing the show, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was pre-Facebook.
1: No. we didn't even have
2: personal facebook pages when we started the show that's how different the internet is now than when we started
1: well no facebook existed but it i think existed, it was but like... it
2: wasn't it wasn't big because like, i remember we were on myspace
1: yeah myspace And it, yeah. it was
2: like year two or three before either of us were even on facebook
1: well do you recall like facebook when it first started was just for like universities like right. uni- you know colleges that's had how facebook. i came
2: to know about it because all these kids who came you know i started working with who were like right out of college i was far out of college but they came out of college and they were like oh uh, yeah i'm looking this person up on facebook and i'd be like what the fuck is that oh it's just this thing we all use at college
1: facebook irritated the shit out of me actually because i would worked so hard to you know generate this myspace audience <laughs> right. we had quite a few thousand listeners and or fans or followers or whatever you call them and uh, then all of a sudden it's like no everyone's on facebook now fuck myspace so i'm like great now we gotta start over with fucking facebook
2: i know that was a great myspace page too Oh yeah, flyers up and
1: yeah. Remember, it it kind of didn't have like all the flashing gifs. Yep, and and things like that. But but yeah, you're right. It's changed a lot in the in the past few years. The internet's changed a lot. Things that are popular, the way media is consumed, has changed over the over the years. Podcasting has changed. Podcasting is this big thing now with all these famous people. Uh, I didn't even have a
2: smart. I didn't have a smartphone. So how how wow. are we even listening to podcasts? God, what did I have? I, I think it,
1: I had a razor. Remember the razors? The I had phones? some
2: LG phone, and I guess I had an iPod.
1: I, didn't, I don't even think I had an iPod.
2: <laughs> you couldn't even listen to the show when it first came out.
1: It just through iTunes at work.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, we were like one of the original. Shows that came out. There weren't that many big shows at the time. I think there was Keith and the Girl, Distorted View,
2: Nobody Likes Onions. Um,
1: yeah, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, onion. dude was, uh, was one of the old school ones. <laughs> yeah, right. But then uh, we all got eclipsed by the famous people. Like, any famous person can just roll out a show. Like I, I was right. listening the other day. country
2: and took our jobs.
1: They took our jobs. Uh, Michael Ian Black, great. Uh, you yeah, know, I'm a fan of that guy. I think he's hilarious, yeah, he's funny, funny comedian. Uh, he does a podcast. This is, this is what I'm just talking about, people. He does a podcast where it's just him and another comedian friend of his, and they just eat snacks for a half an hour. Hmm. It's, they eat different snacks.
2: That seems easier than what we do.
1: They comment on the snacks. Their show gets like, I don't know, 40,000 listeners a week. <laughs> um, and then, then you compare that to uh, this other thing that Kimmel actually brought up on his show. You get a, a cute girl... You know, cute girl wearing like, uh, not even that revealing. She's just a cute chick and she plays Mario Kart and streams herself playing Mario Kart for an hour a day on Twitch. And she gets a million followers, a million views on YouTube. That's
2: where the money's at. It's insane playing video games and having people. And so Kimmel came out a couple weeks back and said, you know, he was commenting because YouTube recently launched this new sort of service where that's just dedicated for video games and it's to compete. I don't. I can't believe I know this much about it, but it's to compete with Twitch, which was like a YouTube-like thing, but it was just solely focused on people playing video games, and you'd watch them, and they can make comments and shit.
1: Well, Twitch is a streaming service, so it's it's like a it's like YouTube but for live video game content.
2: Oh, I guess you know more about it than me. But yeah. the Amazon bought it, whatever it is, for uh, almost a billion dollars.
1: Nine hundred seventy million dollars. It's.
2: it's <laughs> So clearly, that's where the money is. That's the, that's where all the fans are. That's the big business.
1: But the, but this is what I think Wackley finds disheartening. I do too. It's like you know, you, you do a show like this. You know, we're we're kind of. I mean, if you think about it, we're kind of just radio. I mean, it's fake radio, but it's radio more yeah, or less a radio. talk show with two dickheads spouting off their opinions. But it's it's just talk radio. But that's that's not what people consume anymore. Well,
2: we, and also I'd like to point out. You know, we talk about. All different kinds of politics, culture, entertainment, and then obviously we do our disgusting stories, which also touch on a lot of things, culture in, in America and abroad.
1: Yeah, trend. but it's easier just
2: to focus on video games.
1: Well, that, that's what I'm saying. It's like Once now in a while, maybe
2: we even talked about video games,
1: but not every week. Well, we mentioned video games a while ago, but now it's but the the fact of the matter is is the 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 consumer now doesn't want to spend an hour listening to somebody talking about where they can actually learn something. They don't want to spend two hours reading a book or going to see a movie directed by Lars von Trier or Werner Herzog. What they That's want to see important. is the new Avengers movie or the new Captain America. And then they want to sit at work or at home instead of watching The Wire or, uh, or Narco. Um, it's not Narco. What's it called? Is that Narcos. Any Narcos. 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 <laughs> instead of watching Narcos... You know, they want to sit there and just watch some kid, some attractive internet personality play Mario Kart or, or Warcraft or what other fucking game it is for two
2: hours. They basically want to silo their whole life experience down to basically like one or two things. And, be, and those two things being comic books, <laughs> comic book movies, superhero movies. Let's just call comic books and superhero movies just superhero entertainment. And video games, either playing them or watching people play them, reading—you know—there's a lot of uh, web comics that uh, the whole humor base and the material is all based on making jokes, inside jokes about video games.
1: It's because that's what it is. It's it's predominant now.
2: That's so what these people it, that's be what's allowed to vote for president.
3: <laughs> I don't <laughs> for even any, think they any
2: would, elected though. position. You know, like what all, all their everything, all their you know. Intake into their brain has to do with with superheroes and video games.
1: I don't think they even follow any politics. They probably don't know the I name they or care vote, I bet. about any. and They probably don't even vote. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's I just this, the best outcome. I mean, I think if I was a politician, I would probably wear a Thor outfit on stage, you know, <laughs> in my next speech and be like, you know, and uh, I love the Avengers and yeah. I love X Men number 352. It's funny and, that you say
2: that because I think that Ted Cruz did uh, go on one of these news programs and he was talking about uh, the Watchmen and how he liked Rorschach was his favorite character.
1: That's what you need to do now. That's because guy, That guy's got
2: good advisors. Well,
1: exactly. I mean, this is what is passing for high entertainment. I mean, this is what culture is now. I mean, it makes me think of that movie Idiocracy. Not that video game players are idiots by any means, but I, I feel like it's very myopic. Like that's all I read
2: read comic books and I play video games, but I also do other things. You also went to
1: college. You also learned about other things. You read books, you know, you, you watch movies that are, that are not just Marvel movies. Sometimes, sometimes occasionally, but, (laughs) but that's what I'm saying. It's just like, I feel like we've become a very one dimensional culture, much like you look at the movie, idiocracy and what's, what's entertainment, uh, you know, 500 years in the future is just a, you know, a uh, reality show, people just kicking each other in the balls. And, and that's I do kind have to of,
2: admit, I also like America's Funniest Home Videos.
1: So. But that's kind of what this is. Instead of like actually watching something, where you, you're watching somebody play video games. You're watching someone else. You're not playing video games yourself. You're so, watching so somebody else play sma- video Kimmel games. Kimmel
2: got smacked down for expressing his opinion. And I think it's because his network was probably like, you know what? There's a lot of people who are into this and now you got to go on stage and uh, apologize or whatever um because
1: you're appearing out of touch with the youth
2: and so people people make excuses for this kind of stuff by saying things like you know well you know it has a big audience so it must be you know legit or whatever or then you know people who are into it say um you know well how is this any different than you know people watching major league baseball or the national football league well, it's, it is it, different, though. I think, well, this is a symptom of their lack of ability to think. So what's the barrier to me going and becoming, let's not even say a quarterback, but like, you know, an offensive a guard or something. A ball you know, boy. A ball even. boy. The, the barrier to me to doing that is huge. You know, I would have to start back when I was eight years old in Wee football and become good and, you know, be in shape and bulk up. Same thing with baseball. You know, I'd have to have the talent to do it, which I clearly don't. But the barrier to you going and playing, you know, uh whatever, you know, StarCraft, let's say, is it's what, sixty bucks? Sixty bucks, yeah. I was about to say it a PC? Go buy the fucking game and play it
1: yourself. But I think this is the whole the whole point of what we are as a culture now. Instead of like asking, you know, kids being expected to to go off to school to expand their horizons, to enrich their their knowledge, and then actually uh, you know, get a hobby or whatever, move on or, or achieve their own goals. Now it's just like play video games and that's all you watch. You don't even have to go to college. You don't, I don't need even to learn expect anything them
2: to go, go to college or something. I mean, remain ignorant and stay at whatever job you're, you can get. I don't care about that, but just, just, you can't just focus on one thing all the time. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Even if the other thing you focus on is like, Oh, I'm really into, you know, going to all the different fast food places around the country and gorging myself and, and you know, reading blog posts about, you know, which Arby's sandwich is better than, uh, you know, last year's new versions. That's fine. Just do something different your time interest. than playing video games, reading blogs about video games, getting angry that video game review websites are biased, and then watching people play video games on YouTube, you know, and reading web comments about video your life.
1: games. I don't. You know,
2: even beyond that, it's like
1: there's a lot of people at my work um, that they all play these multiplayer games, and that's what they do as soon as they leave work. So all day they watch videos of these YouTube people. And th- another point here, I want to. they get any make, work done? Well, I want to make this to another point. These YouTube people that are popular on these streams, they're attractive. They, they're not ugly people. You know, they they want to see some cute girl playing video games and making just banal comments about like, "Oh, looks like Mario's got a boner." Or oh, I'm sure Luigi and Mario have gay sex. And, so, and they make some kind of or they say fuck a lot too gratuitously. Yes. And I think well, that's another reason why kids are like, "Oh my giving, god."
2: You're giving away one of the keys to our podcast success.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we talk about boners I like and we fans swear. love swearing. Um or you know, uh, the the other day I was with my girlfriend and we were at the uh 101 Cafe. It's a it's a a coffee shop over here and we ran into one of her friends um who's dating a guy that does a show called duck sauce tv you ever duck heard of that
2: sauce no
1: it's immensely popular on twitch the guy makes like like a hundred thousand dollars a year playing nice. warcraft for three hours a day that's what he does and people <laughs> watch him video game. and they fucking donate they tip and they donate money every episode that's how this guy makes money i mean he also i think is partnered with twitch so he gets subscription <clears throat> uh income, but he also gets like these tips and donations, which can range from like twenty dollars to two hundred and fifty dollars.
2: It's it's you know you were talking about how about you're line. embarrassed about your cat and you're disappointed. <laughs> Imagine if you had a son, you know, who won't get a job, won't go to school, he's not in training. Neat, they call it I guess. Not in education, employment or training. And you just sitting around the house all day and you can't and then you find out that what he's doing you know, he's not in his room playing video games, even. He's in his room watching people f- play video games, and you're giving him some kind of an allowance, and he's g- handing that allowance over to the guy who's playing video games on Twitch. Oh, my How God. How fucking angry
1: would you oh be? Oh, my God. He'd be out of the house. I mean, dude, my 27-year-old ingrate of the son, who I'm feeding at right. this age, and all he's doing is the money that I give him. Yeah. is going to some idiot that plays uh, Warcraft. Yeah. And that's what he Shipping does instead of looking for a military job.
3: military school with that goddamn Finkelstein shit kid. Son of a
0: bitch.
1: <laughs> I mean, if, uh, if this kid was watching Scorsese movies and taking notes because he wants to, to be the next director, famous director, I'd be like, okay, all right? You know, I'm going to let you do this for yeah. another six months. That's fine. You're
2: an asshole, and it's never going to happen, but okay.
1: But you're watching some jackass play video games. You're not even playing the video game. You're watching someone play video games. So yeah. getting back to my point about my work, yeah, I see all these dudes sitting at their computer watching videos of other people playing Counter-Strike and World of Warcraft, and then they go home, and that's what they, they get online at like 9 o'clock, and they play till like midnight, and then so they I go So I have to bed. a
2: question, though, about that, because it's splitting hairs, probably. But I do play video games myself, occasionally, probably more frequently than I should. <laughs> And if I'm stuck or like I can't figure something out or like some guy keeps beating my ass and I can't win, maybe I'll watch a short video so I can watch somebody who knows how to like beat the part or get past the wizard or whatever, just so I can be like, okay, now I can get on with the game and I'm not going to be stuck at this annoying, frustrating part. Now, are they watching these videos for that to get like tips and pointers? Or is it this other thing that we're talking about where, you know, they're donating money to these assholes and like laughing at the big titted chick with the cat ears on.
1: That's what, that's what I'm trying to figure out. So let's give um, a coworker of mine a call. Who's he's a pretty big gamer. He's been in the gaming industry for a while. Um, I know he goes to like that big gaming con. I forget what it's called. Um, well, let's ask him uh, about this. E-something, e e, right? E3. That's E3. what he goes to. So I'm going to add him. I'm going to give him a call. G. Hello. Hey, what's up, man? Can you, uh, can you hear Wackerly? Wackerly, you there? Hey, I'm here, yeah. All right. We got uh, G, my coworker here, uh, is, is live on the air. Um, didn't even ring, so it kind of threw me off there. Uh, how's it going there, G? It
4: was good. How's it going with you?
1: I'm doing all right. I'm doing a little sick and wrong. Pod crafting action here on a Saturday afternoon. You got uh, big plans for the uh, holiday weekend? Nope.
4: Just sitting around, doing a whole lot of nothing. Getting uh, hookers or anything? Lots of hookers, yes.
1: Lots of hookers. That's that's what G's code word, code word is for doing nothing. Hookers. Yeah. <laughs> so that means...
2: Oh. It's too hot for hookers down there right now, isn't it? Uh, the berry, yes.
1: You know, I think hookers, though... The hookers prefer the cold because you'll see hookers wearing almost nothing, like tiny little hot pants, and it's like three degrees outside.
2: Hmm. I, I think I, that's I think that's how they sell their wares.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm saying I think Why hookers are just impervious. <laughs> you want to check out the goods before you purchase it, but I think they're impervious to cold. I just like a you know like a seal, or a superhero. Know, or, or a superhero like Iceman. Like a hooker can just kind of walk around wearing hot pants. Nice. in the middle of uh, the winter. But we didn't, we didn't call you, G, to talk about hookers. That's another show. That's a oh, whole sure. other show. I know. Um, what we called you about is to talk about video games. We know you're, you're a gamer. Um, emphasis on gay uh, But you, we <laughs> yes. brought this up before. Uh, you know When G started working at uh, my work, he was like, dude, why don't you play... What's that game you play? Counter-Strike?
4: Um, yeah, I play that. I play May- one of
1: many. And uh, you, you asked me, it's like, because like, there's a bunch of people, there's a group, a contingent that they all get together and they play this game. Um, and I was like, dude, I don't even really understand video games because I'm too old. I'm just out of it. Um, but anyway, what, what is the appeal? When did, when did video games become something that wasn't embarrassing? Like, Wackily and I were talking about, like, when we were, you know, 14, you'd buy a video game. But when you were, like, in college at, like, 17 you know, or 18 or 19, weren't you embarrassed to go buy a video game?
4: No. I think, uh, I don't know. Maybe we grew up in different cultures. I mean, we're not far off in age, but... Yeah, but I you're mean,
1: Asian, too, so that counts. Just,
4: that is true. Half, so I'm only half uh, embarrassed. Um, I mean, like, you you remember the whole quarter days. I mean, you guys probably did the 7-Elevens and the... Uh, you Arcades, know, the local, dude. Ar, or the arcade in general. Yeah, putting your quarter up, and just, everybody's waiting for the you know the next game to play. But, I mean... I, I, I never at one point ever ever was embarrassed or maybe it was just I, I, the group of friends I had, just the culture I was stuck in, was always that was acceptable. I don't know.
1: It's Wackily, weren't you kind of like, would you ever tell a chick that you just bought like the new whatever fucking Castlevania?
2: Well, l- listen, I, I was going and buying these video games. Don't get me wrong. I still did it, but I do distinctly remember, you know where that game spot is that's on Powell, like right in the center of downtown San Francisco, <laughs> and it's where lots of tourists are. And uh you know there's like clo- like hot, fashionable clothing stores I many times I've been in that game spot walking out with a new like Xbox game and I'm distinctly looking around being like oh man are there like any hot chicks here me <laughs> walking out of this 35 <laughs> year old guy walking out with you know the new whatever dark stalkers or something
1: would you wear a disguise like you'd you have your glasses a-
2: sunglasses on glasses <laughs> on and turn up your collar
1: or like yeah. when you go buy, like uh, you go to a porn store to go buy a magazine, you're it's like you know, you got a trench coat on. That's
2: all I'm talking
1: about. Yeah, I mean, that,
2: but that's the kind of but the that's shame. Been several years ago, and maybe now, you know, there's hot girls that are in the game spot. I don't know.
1: It, it is kind of like that. Video games are cool now. So, the thing that, uh, gee, that I don't understand here, maybe you can explain this because you, you go to E3, you're in the game culture. Why do people sit at their computers not playing video games, but watching other people play video games?
4: uh
1: what's the appeal
4: the actual appeal i mean i couldn't describe that i mean it's it's such a massive. do you mass, do, do, you do mass, that i do uh, i do it for different reasons i'm gonna say uh most i think most people it's like uh it's something that you know what's going on in the sense that like uh god how can i describe it like like why would why would you here's one why would you go to a concert Uh, like a Motorhead, I know you're a big Motorhead fan, so why would you go to a Motorhead show versus going to see a live show of a a really good Motorhead cover?
1: Because I'd rather see the real thing. I'd rather actually play a fucking video game myself or go see their actual band than go see a facsimile.
4: That's, okay, I I see your point there, but that's not, I mean, going to the actual Motorhead show would be an equivalent of like, you want to see it played in in, in the, uh, the original form, right? I'm talking about the actual, the, 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 the act of watching it. Yeah, the guy that wrote the music. The guy who wrote the music. So what, what is wrote that? The song. How does that change how the song's played, though? It's just the skill set. You know that, it, that the, the skill set of the original owner or the original uh, person who wrote the song, if you want to call it Motorhead, Lemmy, he would be the guy you want to see performing the song. So if you have a skill set, if, you if you're watching a guy, uh, somebody play some video games, you want to watch it because you want to see somebody who's good at it. Oh, here, you know what? I'm gonna backtrack completely. Remember in college when you're sitting around, and everybody's smoking bowls on the couch, and then you there's that one guy who's always really good at the game, and everybody kind of watches him play because they want to see how he gets to that level. And no one else was playing except for him. But people sat there for hours and just watched that guy play because they knew emphasis he emphasis on smoking
1: it. emphasis on smoking bowls. But you know, I didn't
4: even like watching <laughs> people play fucking video games. I mean, well, that's just a culture thing. like I mean, it's just it's you, differences between you and me. You know, like well, I, don't, I don't understand why you would spend forty bucks to go see a, you know a metal sh- a metal you know a, a, a show with multiple bands. I'm not a big metal fan, but I understand why you go because you really enjoy it. So I guess it's just, the same it's just, same thing. So we're
2: it's, talking about two different things, though. So, G, you're talking, you're watching like highly competitive games like like uh, League of Legends or whatever, and you're you're watching the the pros do it, or like Starcraft, like you watch those guys who are who are the the champions of Starcraft, and it's amazing. So, but D, I think you're you're more thinking of like PewDiePie. Or these, yeah. like oh. people who are injecting their personality into like, oh, I'm gonna make some comment, funny comments, and yes. watch me jump around because I'm playing this scary like horror game. See those? They're two, guys, totally two different things.
4: You're you're absolutely right. I, and those kind of guys, I think uh, I, I'm with you. I, I don't quite understand, but I think that's just an age thing. You know, like the the popularity of a show like you know Maury or Bill Cunningham. I think a big they realize a big uh. uh reason why those are so popular is because uh the, the the ability for the audience to to um to contribute to be there if you watch those shows you can actually text the shows and they can see you doing that so when you're when you're on twitch there's a whole chat uh, chat room on the side so as you're watching this guy or doing his thing uh you can contribute to the show you can you can communicate with these people Huh.
1: So maybe maybe that's what it is cuz they say you give a donation and then the uh the the guy that's that's playing the game will actually call, you know, call attention to it and be like, "Oh, you know, Bonerface gave me this 20 bucks." You know, <laughs> thank you.
4: That that's that's pretty much all it is. That's Yeah, that's then what you get a sure. shout out. Yeah. And they just in their name.
1: I can understand too if it's like you know, you're tuning in to watch this girl because her tits are out and she's hot and she's playing games. It's like, okay, I guess you background. You're watching a sexy chick, but you notice none of these big Twitch feeds have anyone. Like PewDiePie is a generally attractive guy. Um, the Duck Sauce guy is an attractive dude. So you're not seeing a big, fat, unattractive schlub playing a fucking game. Mm-hmm. You know, where where he's got fans and people donating like hundreds of dollars. I mean, would you be pissed off, G, if your kid wouldn't get a job? He's 26 years old, still living at home with you. And instead of like going out and looking for a job, he's spending three hours a day watching some other dickhead play World of Warcraft.
4: Um, well, specifically that reason, I would not be pissed. I'd be pissed at him in general, just the fact that he's fucking around. Yeah. But I mean, that would probably be aggravating the situation. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. I guess I. I guess I see that.
1: So. So what about what about these multiplayer games like Counter Strike or League of Legends? What's the appeal of that? Like, you well, guys. I, I mean, play with all the people at work.
4: Yeah. I mean, I think Lance described. It. I mean, it's just it's just the competitive competitive competitiveness of it all. It's just a really fun game. I mean, it, it, games have always been about, and I think that's why it's dominated by male. Maybe I'm being sexist by saying this, but it's always been extremely like hand-eye coordination timing kind of thing i mean even today you know people will probably you know shit themselves if i say this to their face who develop games today but it's at the foundation of base of all games it's all about timing when you click that button knowing that how the boss reacts because the boss is going to do certain things at certain times it's going to have a pre-movement before it does a certain thing and then there's a a, uh so i mean it's just that ability and knowing to see how somebody can predict how somebody else is going to do something is just quite amazing to watch. It's like watching, you know, a good a tennis match, you want to call it, or a basketball game one on one. Just you know, watching somebody else dominate somebody else, or just how they, you know, a really good match with pretty equal skills. So. I, I think what it is is you
1: guys all get together and you can just talk shit about each other's mothers.
4: That happens like that's, a lot. That's, that's, that's actually a big part of it. Talking shit. It's a, a common, uh, trolling pretty much was invented by video games. So you, you
1: work with people and if you talk shit at work, you get fired or reported to HR, but you after hours, you know, go on these video games and just start, you know, telling your mama jokes. My, but, uh, yeah, you, 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 you,
4: there, there's a guy that we work with, uh, I won't say his name, but uh, uh, say extremely racist things them all the time, which is pretty funny, you know, about his uh, heritage. But you, you couldn't know, you do know. that at
1: work. Yeah, <laughs> could that. not
4: do that at work. But on the game, all of a sudden, I can be, you know, a complete bastard and just, you know, rip him it, apart. It's so. wish fulfillment. All right. Well, G, thank you for uh,
1: enlightening us on that. It cleared could, us up a little bit. Yeah, cleared us up a little bit. I mean, I was trying not to sound too old and out of it, but I just don't get it. I don't get how... This has become such a huge, uh, you know, uh, media consumption. I mean, people, people like spend like thousands of dollars. These guys, this is their job—is just playing video games on Twitch all day. That's like it's, a
4: career. Just to close, just just to finalize, it's it's too big to describe. You know, in, in a couple of small pockets. There's there's there's, there's thousands of reasons of why people watch. There's thousands of different kind of games. Everything from like you said competitive to people just fucking around to people wanting to run around. Like a perfect example would be a game like called Gary's Mod um where it's like it's like the adult version of, of uh, Minecraft. It's you don't do anything. There's no purpose to the game. You just go in there and you fuck around. It's a sandbox for digital fun. That's all it is. Why is
1: it an adult version? Like can you just go in there and draw tits or build tits or something? You can
4: have yeah, you can you can add in, you know, sexual things. You can change the physics so people, you know, explode. You can do all this crazy shit in the game. And it's it's pretty fun, but it's 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 uh and people actually watch other people play that game just because they, they're they so curious to see what they're going to do and how they, they set the game up. So it's, it's, it's just huge, huge thing. But, I mean, it, just in general, I agree with you. It's strange. There's, there's, I think most of those people you're confused about are real young people, like under 25. But um, in general, I, I definitely get why people watch it, though. Well,
1: I, you know, no offense. I just think people are using the Internet incorrectly. It should just be for porn. <laughs> Yeah, you know, porn. porn. That's pretty much it. Porn. And uh by porn watching. the show. Yeah, and <laughs> that makes sense. All right, dude. I'll uh yeah, I'll see you later, man. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thanks. All right. Bye. All right. Well, there you go. Actually, um, I guess that kinda helped. <laughs> um, it's it's he a culture. To me. Well, I mean it made it made sense this whole analogy to Lemmy. It's like, you know, you're into certain things, other people are into other things. I, I get that. I just I feel like it's It's a it's just making a very narrow minded culture is what we're transforming into a very narrow minded culture. It's a very myopic society. And all we give a shit about is one thing. We're just one dimensional. You know, what do these kids talk about when they go on a date with a new girl? Video games?
2: Yeah, I think you wind up dating a girl who's into video games.
1: And that's all you fucking care about. And th- it's just to me i find yeah, this somebody's dismal. gonna
2: call in for sure and be like i'm into watching twitch and video games and i'm also in the debate club <laughs> and i'm in the community theater and we're doing shakespeare so maybe we're overstating it but that's i, I what we I do mean, here on the show whatever
1: i, I understand it's like then you see kimmel's uh pandering he has these two popular twitch uh streamers on this show and he's just kind of like I'm so old and out of touch. Let's all hug together. And I can be... I'm not going to do that. Fuck yeah. you. The, he's, not you know,
2: having, he's not having podcasters on the show. Go read a
1: fucking book, kid. I guess he'd have
2: his old buddy Corolla on you know, Stop watching other kids us. playing
1: video games. Jack right. off the porn. Shut your internet off. Go read a book. You know, watch a, watch a Herzog movie. Span your <laughs> horizons. Idiots.
2: <laughs> I would actually watch Herzog play a video game.
1: I wouldn't mind that. If Herzog had a streaming... Uh, wouldn't you watch that? That'd be cool.
2: And now Cubert is climbing to the top of the pyramid, and he's turned all the tiles from purple to blue.
1: Why must this pyramid be here?
2: <laughs> ah, the purple snake got me.
1: <laughs> he would, that would be a very entertaining Twitch service. I wouldn't mind that. And then just go tune over to Noam Chomsky's
2: Twitch feed. <laughs> right. That'd be great. Norm Chomsky and Werner Herzog <laughs> playing Counter Strike against each other, talking <laughs> shit. See, I would I watch that because you'd learn teabag, something. You Herzog, <laughs> you would learn something. <laughs>
1: anyway, people's episode 499 here. and wrong, one show left. One show left. There's
2: only one left.
1: Can only, only be one, one left.
2: Isn't that from uh, Kids in the Hall sketch? Maybe. Only one left.
1: You know the way the show works. Wacky and I present the most disturbing news items of the week here on the show. If we give you credit for your story, if we use your story and give you credit, we'll send you a care package. We have one more episode to, to get that in. Are we going to do
2: stories next week? No. Next week's our so finale. So don't send in anything in.
1: Yeah. You can post it bother. to the
2: Sick and Wrong Facebook page, which I assume is going to stay up since it's a thriving You're, community.
1: To be honest, that's where I get most of my stories from. Right. Because fans no posted people to the sick can't and wrong page. Keep
2: going to the Sick and Wrong page and share stories and we'll be on there still.
1: And um, and the fact of the matter is, I mean, Sick and Wrong will continue. Not as you know it as it is right now, but it will definitely continue in another form. Um a Sick and Wrong two point if you will. Like Goku. Yeah, exactly. I mean it'll just kind of uh rise like a Phoenix from the flames. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I I'm planning to continue doing the show in some way. I've I've had a show God, I've had a show since college. I couldn't imagine not having a show and just fade into obscurity, kill myself. (laughs) It's it's my raison d'etre. But anyway, I'll probably continue doing the show in some form. I plan to have Steele as a regular contributor. I plan to have Wackerly on as a guest host whenever he feels like it. Um, And who knows? I mean, who knows what the future holds? But uh, Sick and Wrong will definitely exist in some way or form, but not as you know it as it is today.
2: Maybe we'll all get nuked by Iran.
1: ISIS, that's the real enemy ISIS
2: isn't going to be nuking anybody
1: You never know You never know what they can disguise a nuclear bomb in
2: They're too busy Rather than inventing a nuclear bomb They're too busy innovating new and torturous ways to murder people
1: My favorite thing ISIS does Is it's just destroying history Like just a 2,000 year old cool temple Let's just demolish it
2: Did you see that they barbecued those dudes Hanging from like a swing set <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty cool they're a true enemy. They uh, they drawn those guys in the shark cage. That was that was a good one.
1: Oh yeah, that was kind of see cool. that a lot. They did, no, but they, it's just they're they're true they're they're true arch villains. Yeah, they know? Really are. Yeah, it's like in the sense of like an arch villain from a Bond movie.
2: Yeah, they're holy though.
1: Yeah. So we have got a couple good stories here this week. Um, before we get to that, here's a word from our sponsor.
0: Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I gotta tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines, dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word fiddle. D-I-D-D-L-E, And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. How do y'all flick my balls? I put a spell on you.
1: So the first story we got here came in from Jamie. Uh, Jamie writes, D would totally do this. It's not that far off. I probably would, actually. Um,
2: yeah, there's a lot of unsavory things that you would do. There,
1: there are a lot of th- I'm not above doing something like this. A man impersonates police officer to get his stolen wallet back from a prostitute. I, I wouldn't be happy about that. If I got ripped off from a hooker,
2: I'd want my money back. The claw <laughs> you would can't come take her out to the better business bureau.
1: I could, uh, I could put a nasty comment on Yelp, hooker Yelp.
2: <laughs> yeah, hooker Yelp.
1: Uh, the Jew claw would come out in some in some way. I, I think I would uh, definitely. I, I couldn't. It's just in my nature. It's in my genes. I couldn't just walk away and be like, oh,
2: okay, well, uh, she got me. Better call the uh, credit card company and get those cards canceled. (laughs) I
1: would definitely do that, but then uh, I would have to get some type of, uh, there'd have to be some type of revenge here, retribution. Mm -hmm. So a Kentucky man is in jail uh, following a caper, a zany caper, during which he pretended to be a cop in order to recover his wallet uh, from a prostitute. Uh, This happened in Indiana, or no, (laughs) this happened, I'm sorry. This uh, This happened in Kentucky. Colt Christopher, 32 years old, of Winchester, Kentucky, was trying to get his rocks off uh, when he uh, got an escort um, and went back to a hotel. But during at, at some point during the, uh, the, the tryst here, he noticed that his wallet and cell phone were missing. Oops. Yep. Rather than go to the police and risk incriminating himself, because, I mean, what, what can you really do? I mean, can you be like, uh, Letitia stole, stole my, my wallet. wallet.
2: <laughs> what lady? Um, Leticia, do you know over her? over here. <laughs> oh, we just hang out in my car once in a while. We, we play video games together. Um, <laughs> she's
1: on my Counter-Strike team. watch people team. play video games. <laughs> but so rather than go to police, he uh, ended up uh, concocting this zany idea to get his wallet back. He pretended to be a police officer. So he tailed her, like he followed her home, showed up at her apartment, started smacking on his, uh, like banging on her door, uh, yelling nasty things. This guy's not smart. No.
2: The real thing you have to be worried about is the big, you know, badass pimp is going to crush you.
1: Well, that, that's, what I, that's what blows my mind. It's like, would you be worried about like, she's going to go back to Compton and there's going to be a pimp. You know uh, uh, And all his know. pimp pals. Yeah, like uh, Mr. Big Stuff over there is going to come out and stomp V-down you Oh, he's wearing a fur coat. Yeah. But this guy, I think, was drunk. I also don't think he's a reflective thinker. I think he's an impulse thinker.
2: <laughs> he takes the marshmallow right away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, according to the arrest citation, he showed up at her apartment building, started beating on the door and screaming, I'm a police officer, open up. Um, and he scared everyone in the building, and someone uh, called the cops because they thought this guy had a gun. So, so the problem here is the dude didn't even take the time like, to, to tailor back, find out where she lived, see what apartment she goes to, then go over to you know the costume shop, the Halloween store, buy a uh, stripper cop outfit, or buy a cop outfit, a highway patrol outfit, chips, and then go to her house and then say you're a cop. Don't you think that would have worked?
2: But you got to, you know, she's only going to hang on to your wallet for a short period of time. Now, there's the a two-hour window, but I mean, you could. this guy
1: could have probably gone and got a fake badge at a costume store.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
1: saying he would have put more Is effort it into it. Is it Halloween
2: season, or do you just have a year-round costume store that you have access to?
1: Not noticed uh, it's September, and they start these Halloween stores a couple, like, at least a couple months out. <laughs> okay. You know? All right, I'll buy it. I mean, maybe he could have even... No, uh, I guess he wouldn't have had time to get Amazon's next day delivery. <laughs> because then that would have been a day and she probably would have got rid of her wallet by then. Right.
2: Plus, he doesn't have his credit card. <laughs> I guess maybe it's programmed into Amazon. I'm
1: just saying there's, there's certain things he could have done. Like, uh, well, let me get on here. So what happened, as you might expect, uh, the real cop showed up and they knew he wasn't a cop, despite his impression. Um, and this led to a physical altercation, which did not end end well for him and it, with a tasing he got a tasing um when the officer showed up to the apartment building, uh Christopher started cursing at him and saying he was a police officer, and that he's got it, and he should go away. Just funny, it's like I got this, it's okay. I'm in yeah. uh unit, back to the station um four, six, three <laughs> any numbers? <laughs> ultra thin. <laughs> thing go i got it <laughs> like i wonder like i'm in phoenix force like what was he going to say to the cop
2: uh yeah deep cover I mean, yeah deep cover I come, you've never seen me before
1: so the officer identified himself a second time and uh when uh, the 32 year old did not stop he confronted him which caused christopher then to to make another mistake here he charged the police officer and not uh, a smart guy. That's not a smart move. So then they started tasing him, and he got arrested and charged with uh, impersonating a police officer, menacing disorderly conduct, and alcohol intoxication. Hmm. Do you think if uh, this guy was black, the officer would have actually, oh, actually reached for the revolver rather yeah, than he'd the taser? He got dead. Because <laughs> that's usually what happens. It's like a white guy taser, black guy. I meant to grab the taser, but I actually grabbed my left. Uh, Pocket here. That's where the uh, the left side is. Where the revolver is. Yeah, it happens sometimes. It happens, and so um, I mean, I guess the moral of the story here is, if a prostitute steals your wallet, just let it go.
2: You're not just a really expensive prostitute, more expensive than you anticipated. I mean, you have to think of it.
1: Yeah, at at the same time, I think there's other things he could have done. I don't think I would have gone the cop route. I don't even think I would have got a fake cop outfit. What I would have done. This just shows how creative I am because I don't spend all day watching people play video games. I think about things. I, about, um, I would go... Think about hookers. I think about hookers. In the process. That's, that ripped me off. I would probably pretend to be doing a singing telegram. Like I would have been like, I would have got my Elvis outfit from home or I have a tick, I have a tick costume that I've never worn. I'd probably wear, wear that and show up and yeah. be like, hey, someone ordered a singing telegram for Laquisha. And then when she opened the door, I would have just busted into her room and been like, where's my wallet, bitch? and then not leave
0: yeah
2: see i would have kept up the whole singing telegram thing and just been like hello my baby hello (laughs) my honey and like dancing through her house i'd be giving the side eye trying to look for my wallet oh the whole time and then just secretly grab it during my routine a little song and dance soft shoe and then i'd just get out and none would be the wiser
1: yeah because she's distracted sleight of hand
2: Exactly <laughs> that is, That's
1: pretty good I, I guess I didn't think about What I thought I would probably go in And start singing An Elvis song okay. uh, You know Suspicious Minds Or something Because I was suspicious Of her ripping me off Right
2: And if I, you have Your Elvis costume on you It's got those big Wide like wizard sleeves So you can just ooh, Sort of like it Brush in. it over the wallet And like slip it in there
1: What I was going to do Is sing the song And then be like Okay Gigs off You know Reveal my Who I really am Where's my oh. wallet And then what You, you gonna go through do? The whole
2: song though Before that Yeah We can't go on together.
1: (laughs) Um, But I like your idea better. Just maintain the ruse, get your wallet back, and be gone. Be gone. Yeah. Be gone with you. Unfortunately, this dude uh, chose the police officer route that did not work out for him. He got a tasing. What do you have here for the second story?
2: Incidentally, I I do have a story about an African-American man encountering the law. It doesn't end too bad for him, though. That doesn't happen very often at all. (laughs) It's in Florida, of course. And uh, it's in Clearwater. Uh, An officer of the law, Joseph May, he was at a gas station uh, early Tuesday morning, and he was approached by Taurus Jabril Brown. Which uh, might come as a surprise, but that's an African-American man.
1: Hmm. I totally thought that would be a Caucasian name.
2: Taurus Jabril.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Taurus.
2: Well, the cop recognized Taurus Jabril as a gang member from the community that he works in. Brown was 19. Uh, He came up to to May in just a friendly manner and said, you know, I'd like to be a police officer one day. The teen then shook hands with the cop. But uh, as he was doing that, the cop noticed a marijuana cigarette tucked behind Brown's ear. (laughs) So this guy invited this. I just think he forgot he had had the joint stuck up there, which can happen if you're super high. Yeah,
1: and people hide weed in weird places.
2: (laughs) Behind the ear is pretty common, right? I've actually seen this happen on cops a lot where the guy forgets. Sometimes it's like sticking out of their hat a little bit and they forget it's there.
1: What's nice about having like African-American hair is you could just stick it. Like when I had dreads, you could just stick a joint in your dreads.
2: Completely concealed. Yeah. Well, this guy just... must have had shorter hair. Mm. The cop at this point said, is this weed? How stupid are you? <laughs> the cop was trying to, and then t- try to detain him. You know, he's got his hands behind his back. He's trying to put a cuff, the cuffs on him. When he, he felt uh Taurus Gabriel Brown, he tensed up, pulled away and then he attempted to run out the front door. Luckily, he didn't get far uh, because the officer, Joseph May, performed a takedown move. Like this a prompted, tackle? Yeah, tackled him, okay. basically. This prompted Torres Dabrito Brown to say, damn, man, all this for weed. Wow, bro, you, really must, you must want to make an arrest. <laughs> that's what cops do. I guess that's what he wants to do. <laughs> And then uh he added, I'll plea I'll plead guilty. I'll go to court and plead guilty. Please don't take me to jail. Can you tell the judge I pled guilty? <laughs> Wait, so this guy just
1: wanted to cut to the chase. He's like, I don't even I want a he, trial.
2: Yeah. I think he lives thinks he lives in the world of Judge Dredd, where the <laughs> cop is the judge, jury, and executioner. No, the cop's just the cop. You don't plead anything to him. Um Officer May asked Brown why he tried to run, and here this is the payoff for the story, by the way. And this is why I really think that Taurus Gabriel Brown is sort of—he's like a philosopher king for our times. Mm. We, we, the whole intro we were talking about how people are getting dumber; all they care about is like Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Pac-Man Junior, things like that. Um, but this guy, I really think—you know—this is some this is some meaningful statements. Hmm. The teen replied that he tried to flee because. I don't like white people touching me. White people do weird stuff.
1: Well, uh, you know, I can't argue with that. I mean, you
2: cannot argue with that.
1: Like, uh, I mean, just think about it. in recent months a white guy just walked into a black church, he sat there for an hour, and then pulled out a firearm and killed everybody.
2: That's a fucking weird thing to do, dude. That's
1: fucking weird.
2: What about fucking Jared from Subway? Like fucking eleven-year-olds. That's weird. Hey, did, did you hear about? Why, Jared, why would a white person do that?
1: Jared's uh, co-worker, or vice president, uh, lured some sixteen-year-old to, to his house to have sex with a dog. That's vice, you know, vice
2: president of pedophilia. Yeah, that, that's his organization. pretty
1: pretty strange. It's that's, weird. that's weird. Look at Trump's hair, Donald Trump.
2: Officer Joseph May asked Brown to further expound on his thoughts, <laughs> <laughs> and Bra- Brown said, "Nah, I'm playing." I let you catch me. But then he added, white people are weird as fuck, no.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I, I can't disagree with him. And I, I imagine cannot disagree with him. police officer... I mean, I think he should
2: just be let out of jail just because he's a truth teller.
1: I think he should be let out of jail just to you know, expound on his musings. Right. Like uh, maybe publish a book, uh, get a Twitter feed. You know, I'd watch him, I'd watch this guy play video games.
2: Maybe, you know, become a professor. A Be philosophy? a professor, yeah. Ethnic studies. I
1: imagine this guy smokes marijuana and his mind expands. Yeah, he unleashes of those his potential. You it know? Uh,
2: allows him to deeply analyze things and sparks his creativity. He's a Timothy
1: Leary type.
2: Yeah, he's still in jail uh, on three hundred dollars bond. <laughs> he couldn't come up with three hundred bucks.
1: You know, a, a black, an, an intelligent black man. Where does he go? Where do they? Where do they have to put him? In prison. Yep, it's a threat.
2: Yeah, like Malcolm X.
1: Malcolm X, case in point.
2: It's not written here, but I think I saw another article where he also, he claimed he was allergic to white people. <laughs> <laughs> I like think he could break out in hives if a white person touches him. And just have
1: a seizure if a white person walks into the room.
2: Yeah, black allergies matter. I
1: mean, you gotta, I gotta say, it's like I, I agree with him though. I mean, if I was a black guy and I went to high school, I would watch what I'd say, you know, I'd watch it. I'd say about the, you know, the white lonely kid the solitary white kid who um, always wears the same clothes every day, trench coat. I'd probably just be like, cool with the dude. Like, Hey, how's it going? Or maybe not even say that. Maybe just a nod.
2: Even as a white person, you should do that. Even as a white person, I myself don't want white people touching me either. (laughs) You know, stop it. That,
1: that's the thing. It's like I could see a black kid bringing a gun to school to shoot another black kid who's deal, you know on his turf dealing drugs, or maybe he's in a rival gang. But you don't see a black guy there's just legitimate come to, reason. Yeah, you don't see a black guy coming to school for no reason just to kill a bunch of uh, you know fellow classmates.
2: What about Chris Dorner though?
1: Okay, that's there's an exception. <laughs> the that guy's a bit wacky. The it was a bit mental. But I'm just saying, like you know, you don't see black guys going into an elementary school and opening fire. On I don't see them going
2: into a white church.
1: Yeah, t- you don't see black guys going into a white church. Probably because they're scared fire. they'll get
2: their ass shot.
1: Well, because could you imagine how weird that would be for a black guy? Yeah, I can't. It's hard to conceive. Speaking
2: so of being creeped out.
1: Yeah, I I agree with him. White people are fucking weird. No. Um, people, uh, this is uh, the the last time we're probably going to be doing stories like this. It's, it's kind of weird. It's a very. Uh, Unsettling Are feeling. Are you sorrowful? I am sorrowful. I'm 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 mournful right now. I'm I'm, trying, I'm in this weird reflective state. Just thinking. It'd be
2: really weird if you teared up during the last show because you didn't even like tear up like when your dad died. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a weird white person thing. To do. That's do.: yeah, But weird remember when that white thing. motherfucker cried at his last podcast? We didn't even podcast. cry when his fucking dad died.
1: I'm crying on the inside, Wackerly.
2: <laughs> okay, that's that's,
1: that's what's happening now.
2: That's, that's acceptable.
1: Anyway, uh, people, yeah, continue to send your stories. You know, uh, uh, send them to sickandwrongpodcast.com, submit them via Facebook. You know, I like to read what you, I like to read what you send me. I do. Anyway, we've got a few phone calls to get to. 206-666-3846 is that number. Uh, we got overwhelmed with calls
2: of people
1: talking about sick and wrong. They fill
2: up the voicemail box. <laughs> how bummed they
1: are that sick and wrong is not going to continue um, as they know it. Uh, and some of the calls, yeah, were uh, very sentimental, um, thoughtful. Other calls were very offensive. Uh, we're going to play a few of them um, right after can this. Can we play
2: the memory song?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can sing it.
2: Okay. In my mind, I
0: sick and wrong listeners want to add a little spice to your sex life go to adamandeve.com you'll get 50% off your purchase free shipping two adult DVDs and a product so sensual we can't even mention it on this podcast no no just type the coupon code Uh, diddle uh, upon uh, checkout (coughs) (coughs)
1: So, accurately, as I said, we did get quite a few phone calls of uh, people talking about what Sick and Wrong meant meant to them. Um, And we're going to play most of those next week on our finale episode. But one call I do want to play right now is from uh, John Steele, fan favorite, Um, compatriot, podcast compatriot. Um, He called in and uh, he left a message for us. I want to play. I do like this message, though, that he he wrote me on Facebook. He goes, hey, fuck faces. Like I told you on the fag book, I voice recorded a message in my phone. He voice recorded Um, instead of calling the hotline. I think my phone records in some kind of gay M4A format. Anyway, here you go, sweethearts
2: what kind of phone does steel have
1: <laughs> did we we brought that up i think at a holiday show yeah like i think um to go back and listen to yeah did we bet on a, i thought it was gonna be a razor phone a flip phone right and i think you said like a nokia yeah from like 2001 <laughs> um I, I just like he just i use the voice recorder on my phone
2: <laughs> I think he wants to be able to listen. Li, you know, he he does his rants and he takes pride in them. So I think he wants to be able to listen to it and re-record it if it didn't turn out how he wanted. Yeah, that's what I. That's my guess.
3: All right, so let's play uh, Steel's call here. Hey there, Queer mates. it's Steele. So what's all this nonsense I hear that you two fags are stopping sick and wrong at 500 shows, like it's some kind of milestone? Whatever. Anyway, I always considered the two of you to be the, well, the Siegfried and Roy of podcasting. But when they broke up, at least one of those two fruits had the common decency to get mauled by a tiger. Oh, and for all of you twinkie, social networking, internet mob justice millennial types who don't know who the fuck Siegfried and Roy are, or who don't recognize any reference that hasn't gone viral on Twitter in the last five years, well then why don't you just consider Dean Lance to be, well, the Dr. Walter Palmer and Cecil the Lion of podcasting, but even they didn't call it quits until one of them lost a head. So all this shit just makes me wonder exactly what you two pricks plan on doing with all your free time now. Anyway, my guess is nothing. That Jew will still be Jewy, and that nerdy one, well, hmm, he'll still be a cunt. Anyway, what I'm trying to say here is congratulations. You know, congratulations on giving creepy 30-somethings who have nothing more than a crawlspace and an iPod 10 years chocked full of utterly, completely useless audio rape. Now go fuck yourselves.
2: There's still a week left. One of us could be mauled by a tiger.
1: I don't think I could have put it more succinctly myself. That's pretty much what we've done over the past 10 years. Audio rape.
2: I like how he transitioned into a lisp.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think he's trying to uh, uh, represent the audience, right? Yeah. The the internet culture, the people who watch people play video games. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I get the gay bums thinking about that.
2: I mean... And he's, he's, you know, saying we're not going to do anything with our time. Like, well, what does he do? (laughs) That's about the same thing I'll be doing.
1: Well, we're going to find out next week. I know he's been doing a lot of drinking. I'm just going
2: to show up in the dorm room. (laughs) Well, I don't have anything to do, Steele, so I'm here now.
1: Can we go to the VU? So wait, is there like a retired podcaster club where you guys just hang out? Well, we used to have a show. I think there
2: should be a retired podcaster home where we all live together (laughs) in our old age.
1: Um, we're gonna have Steele on next week, though, for the finale. I think Martin nice. actually might show up too, which will be Very funny. Awesome. Because um, Martin, like the unlike this show, like Martin broke up the show. Like it was affecting his life.
2: Yeah, he Remember? had. I mean, there was a, the, a conflict, an emergency conflict type deal. With yeah. Him, I think.
1: Like this is just wackily being old and curmudgeonly, and once uh, <laughs> again, it's not all Intolerant. Um, going off on his own to join another more successful podcast. That's, that's what's happening here. I
2: I gotta say, I really do love the the image that a lot of these fans have that like my wife's hanging over me with a rolling pin, (laughs) beating my my brains out. You need to stop
1: this podcast (laughs) thing. Grow up.
2: (laughs) Like, do people really think that's my life? Like, like she, I'm fucking the, one of the lockhorns. A lot of people have
1: uh, said, like, well, so she's upset that Wackerly's not going out to the craft fair with her. It's like, yeah, I'm sure that's what Wackerly does. You go well, to the craft really fair.
2: The, I'd be more likely to go to the craft fair than my wife.
1: <laughs> and she, I mean, she's a fan, she likes the show. I mean, I'm not making right. this up. Um, as, as, as I was mentioning before, you know, people were calling up with their sorrowful comments and their messages. Um, and then, then there's the other side. Just the vitriol. Listen to this one. This is great.
0: You're a pussy, Wackerly. You fucking goddamn pussy fart, you fucking little bitch. Fuck you for quitting. <laughs> Fuck you. P Simon, you should black. rip his goddamn nuts off. All he gives a shit about is the money. He doesn't fucking like doing the damn crap, you fucking Faggot! Faggot! <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. So there were a few of those, uh, not as many as the, the heartfelt um, messages, but there, there were a few of these people that were genuinely upset. Wackily.
0: Hmm.
2: You've
1: uh, affected their lives. I don't
2: really want to hear from them. <laughs> <laughs> you can just send those to me privately.
1: I, I think I'm going to, um, but you know, we're going to hear more calls about, you know, wh- how you feel about sick and wrong. Um, not continuing uh, how you feel about us. Uh, what, what sick and wrongs done for your life or whatever. I mean, just call in next show. We'll be playing a lot of calls. We'll have steel on the air. Uh, other special guests. I think my brother's going to show up, which will be nice. Hmm. Um, so yeah, stay tuned. That's going to be the big finale next week. Um, one, one last call here is a, a typical call. I'm actually going to miss this girl because she's a relatively new caller. She only called probably the, this past year and I love each every call that she has, and and uh you know, if we continue doing sick and wrong, we're still going to keep calls, so so make sure you keep calling in there, Anne.
0: Hey, Sycranon, this is Anne. so you glazed over briefly about getting red wings um on this show last week, and it made me think
1: remember this chick she uh Northern California, and she's had sex with like a thousand dudes. Yes, you know, and uh gangbang dudes and had sex like during a clash concert. Well, uh, here she's talking about something else. Another story. A steamy and sex story.
0: Um, you know, I always had sex on my period because it relieves cramps. Coming is the best thing for cramps. Um, and I've had a couple guys.
1: Have, have you known that to be true?
2: Well, I mean, I, know I like to jack off when I'm really hungover. So it's probably the same thing. Like it's that like five seconds of relief from your splitting migraine headache.
1: I mean, I've, I've been with a few girls. I've had girlfriends that did like having sex on the rack. I think they just, yeah, because I think it distracted them from the uh, discomfort. But then I've been with other girls that don't even want you to be near them. And I, you know, I can take it or leave it. It's like, whatever. I mean, it's kind of gross. You ruined my sheets.
2: I think if I was a girl, I'd be like, yes, stay away from me, but I will be over here just finger banging the shit out of myself for like three hours.
1: Or just get a bloody vibrator.
2: Yeah. Put a towel if, down. It's if I a was a girl,
1: deal. I mean, that that's kind of why I want to get, if, uh, you know, once I buy a house, I want to have like a guest home in the back so the girl can go into that home, you know, and not be in my uh, regular living environment.
2: Oh, no, I understand. Sort of like Joseph Fritzel's <laughs> basement. <laughs>
1: like remember the traditional orthodox jews or even like the tribesmen they're so scared of menstruation it's like yes you must go out into the bush come back five days later (laughs) no that traditional like uh, hasidic jews had like a separate home like a little guest house like an in-law and the girls would have to be there for five days
2: how did these people make it like down through the centuries to be with us now with these kind of crazy ideas? That's what I never get. I just
1: don't understand why the women would be,
2: or that's if what I was I'm saying,
1: I mean, if I was a woman like that, I would like, you know, start acting out with like the blood that's coming from my vagina. Like,
2: I'm I mean, I'd be to putting it in your, your matzo. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be like, <laughs> how's that matzo ball?
1: I would shove my like dreidels it? up there. Yeah. Bloody dreidels for you. You bigot.
0: Sexist get their red wings but like just you know tangentially not on purpose or not with the intent of until this one night I was pretty high with this friend of ours my husband went to bed early and I was in the front room with uh, one of his friends who wanted to have sex and I told him no I was on my period and by the way (laughs) my
2: husband's asleep in the other room
1: (laughs) I was just about to point that out. No, because I'm on my period, or no, because my betrothed is sleeping.
2: They have an open relationship, I think.
1: They must have an open marriage. She she's got to let us know. She's got to have an open marriage because who? I mean, that's that's just kind of odd. I also find it funny. Like they they must be really good friends. uh, You know, the husband and this guy. It's like as soon as he's like, I'm gonna go pass out. Hey, don't fuck my wife. Come on.
0: I might though. (laughs) (laughs) Was my husband sleeping in the other room. Well, this guy went nuts when he heard I was on my period. He begged me so that he could have his red wings. He was so into it. So I let him have it. Thanks, boys. Keep it up. Bye. Wow.
1: (laughs) I mean, I, I guess at that point, it's like, all right, you do the dirty work.
2: That's really not a very common. You'd think it was more common fetish, I think. You really don't see a lot of that online. Menstruation porn?
1: No. I mean, who uh, who's into that? Somebody. I mean, These I'm guys. I'm not disgusted by it. I'll totally Neither have sex mind. with a girl. But you'd think a lot. You think
2: it's just the type of thing where you'd think there'd be like a. I mean, not a, not a majority, but like a significant portion of dudes who would be into it. I mean, think of how much pregnancy porn you see online. Uh, yeah, that's true. I mean, I, that's a thing. I can't believe that menstruation porn isn't.
1: I've known a few porn stars that uh, got paid like three hundred bucks to mail dudes their tampons. Oh, yeah, just put it in a ziploc bag and just mail it to them. So maybe they sniff it or something while they're masturbating. Who knows?
2: <laughs> I'm sure they do. They probably put it in their mouth.
1: But but that, that's the thing. I'm 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 not averse to having sex with a girl, that's, that's ragging. But I'm not going to voluntarily be like, oh, I want to eat you out and have blood all over my face. Now, that's not something I'm into. I mean, that's, yeah. Uh, I'll wait until you're... You can
2: tell us if you are, D. Well, I mean, I would he wait
1: until, uh, until she's done with that. Uh, but don't you think a lot of girls... A, a normal girl not Anne a normal woman don't you think she'd be freaked out if a guy's like oh my god you're ragging
2: some girls don't even like to be eaten out when they're not ragging and it's because yeah it's because they're sort of embarrassed of their body they're like ah, it, may, it might be smelly here. Their body, I, yeah. I hate that shit
1: but I mean I think don't you think a guy like this same guy would probably be like yeast infection oh yeah You know, I mean, it's just, it's weird. Like, I think if I was a girl, I'd be like, dude, what are you, a vampire? Like, this is just fucking weird.
2: You have a cancerous tumor down there? Let me (laughs) at it.
1: It's just fucking bizarre. Um, And I do enjoy your calls. Keep calling us. Keep calling us, people. 206-666-3846. If you want to get some calls in for next week, uh, I will be airing your calls. And we've received a lot. So I don't know how many I can air, but uh, yeah, you'll call us up with your sick and wrong stories. Tell us how long you've been listening. Um, we got to get going. We got to get moving here, Wackily. Yeah, we we have time. I, I did get one email. When I wanna I wanna point out, um, Alec from the UK from Swansea. Guinness. <laughs> I, this might be Alec Guinness from Beyond I think the he's Grave. Dead, yeah. He said he listened to uh, episode four and ninety we eight. We're talking about how foreigners don't understand understand things. Foreigners don't understand things in America. Like uh, they don't understand that if a guy. In a Batman outfit on Hollywood wants to take a picture with you or you you take a picture with him. You got to give him money. You got to tip him. That's what happens. Well, they don't
2: understand tipping in general.
1: Yeah. So this is funny. This guy was on his honeymoon last year in Vegas. It's a very bizarre place for you to go on honeymoon. It's like you live in fucking Europe, dude. Go to Italy. Go to somewhere actually romantic. Go to Venice. You know, go somewhere in Spain. Why are you going to Vegas? So the last could you imagine going Maybe to Vegas they're having, for your honeymoon? trying to
2: have the fast wedding? Are they, are they already married or are they going to Vegas to actually get married? From
1: my understanding, I think they're already married and they're having a honeymoon. They're honeymooning yeah, not, in Vegas. Do not go
2: to Vegas on your honeymoon. I mean, yeah. hopefully, nobody in the listening audience works for the Vegas tour, uh, you know, tourism chamber board, of tourism <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, but
1: so he was on honeymoon last year in Vegas, and is, this was his first experience of black guys giving out CDs. Oh. And yeah, uh, I don't know if they do that in uh, London or even Amsterdam.
2: It surprises me that they don't.
1: Well, I, I understand because a lot of black guys in Europe are like Africans. So right. like you, you, you walk around Amsterdam and they're offering you ecstasy and Coca. They're not saying mix CD. Whereas like in the U.S., it's everyone has a mix CD. <laughs> you know, I I remember in San Francisco when I first moved there, and you encountered black guys in Oakland or whatever, giving you coming up to you and asking if you want a mixtape or mix CD. I just assumed, I was like, no, nah, I'm sure the music sucks. So I'm going to keep walking. You know, I just, mm-hmm. you, you, I don't want to pay you for the CD. But the way, but I can understand if you're a tourist and somebody comes up to you like, here, you want my CD? You'd think it was free, you know? Yeah. So the, the first time this happened, the guy said, hey man, this is for you. So I was like, that's a very kind thing to do. Thank you. And I walked <laughs> off. He proceeded. Here's, to- a,
2: here's a more, <laughs> here's a more uh, broad lesson about the United States. Shady, black dudes on the street. <laughs> <laughs> in general, aren't making kind... They might be like very nice people, but they're not making kind gestures to white people. Okay? That, that
1: doesn't happen. They think you're weird. Something
2: is going on.
1: Um, nothing's free, people. He proceeded to follow me, saying, show me some love, man. I almost went in for a hug, but a friend we met out there said, I think he wants money. So I gave him like $2, while my wife openly, loudly, and angrily said, don't give him anything. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's also problematic. You don't want to yell at the black guys on the street.
2: I think these people need, um, you know how if you go to like the Amazon forest, you, get, you go with a guide so you don't get eaten yeah. by an anaconda <laughs> or a tiger? These people need this for America. They, they
1: need like the American culture guide. Right. Um, how much are you supposed to give anyway? <laughs> uh, Dude, you, you give nothing, you keep walking. You give you, nothing, you, you keep say, walking. no, thank you.
2: If you really do want the CD, you should probably give them 10 bucks.
1: Yeah. Or, yeah. Five or 10 bucks.
2: I, I wouldn't even do that. <laughs> like, I would listen just to the Jew. Keep walking. <laughs> yeah, maybe five.
1: <laughs> 10 bucks, I mean, five bucks. Um, <laughs> I, I would just keep walking and not even bother because, you know, the music's not going to be all that great. I spent some time on the rest of my honeymoon listening to numerous black guy CDs and humoring them to be polite. That's what I find funny is because English guys, just by their nature, are just so polite to, you know to people and courteous. You know, they have that courtesy that just doesn't exist here in the U.S. You know, in the U.S., we're quicker to say, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, it got to a point, as there were so many of them, that I just had to start ignoring the guys. And if the story was not entertaining enough, I'd like to add that one morning I went to take a piss and shit my pants while standing up. Great. Thank you for throwing that in. That's, I didn't
2: even know that was possible.
1: Yeah, I didn't think so either. It's weird. I mm-hmm. uh, gutted about the show ending. It's the only motivation I have to stay in and clean my house. Fuck you, Lance! You ginger twat. Much yeah. love, Alec. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Alec. Yeah, um, on future trips to the U.S., just keep walking. Don't buy always the, keep uh, walking. Just don't buy the CDs.
2: Because the other, the thing that white people do is they'll try and get you to sign up for Greenpeace or to fucking shave the whales or something, and you don't want anything to do with they that. Either.
1: Keep walking, it's and over. they
2: purposely get attractive young white people, so you're like, oh. <laughs> Young college girl wants to talk to me. She's interested. <laughs> just keep walking.
1: Yeah. As Scientologists, just keep walking. <laughs> yeah. um, people, you can buy uh, some Sick and Wrong Teas. We only have a couple smalls left at this point. Uh, but we do have our Cafe Press store with a multitude of Sick and Wrong swag and merch. So you can go to uh, cafepress.com slash Um But yeah, if you're a small person, you could buy a small tea still at singleroompodcast.com slash store. And uh, we've mentioned this uh, several times this episode, but the 500th episode will be next week. It's a special. We have uh, guest clips, nostalgia, hopefully many phone calls from you people. Uh, Steel will be on it. Um, you know, don't, don't be upset that the show is ending. The show is evolving, always evolving. Um, we Wackily, of course, will be on in the future. I know I'm just saying this because uh, you might just never call me back when I keep we don't texting have a contract you. Or anything. Yeah, there's no contract here, um, but yes, I mean the show will definitely go on in some shape or form. But make sure you stay tuned next week and give us a call if you want to be on the show. In other news, I bit. I already mentioned that I, I will be traveling to Europe at the end of November. And I definitely want to arrange some uh, some meetups with the fans. Some, uh, basically meetup, I mean drinking heavily with fans. And uh, I'm trying to get Wackerly to come out, but I don't know if that's going to happen. I'll, I'll persuade him. I'm very persuasive. Come on, dude. Please, please. <laughs> anyway, we're going to go out. I'm going to go out there. It's going to be the end of November. I'm gonna, planning on stopping in Dublin, hanging out with some Irish fans. Going to go to uh, Glasgow, uh, possibly Edinburgh. Definitely going to be in London over the weekend. So I want to hang out with some people there. And then I'm going to end up in Amsterdam, where um, I'll be there for at least a night. So I, I plan to meet up with as many of you guys as possible. And uh, yeah, it'll be kind of fun hanging out. Uh, finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. So wackily, uh, Wes Craven died this past week.
2: Oh, yeah. That did
1: 76 happen. years old. Brain cancer. Died of brain cancer. Um, would you say he defined the horror genre? No. I think he was a... Uh, contributor like i think oh uh, he's a
2: he's a major figure major you, figure you, you have to include like toby hooper and george dario Omero argento dario argento yeah he's right up there david cronenberg even to an extent
1: but i mean his long enduring nightmare on elm street franchise i mean how many uh how many versions how many uh sequels he, you know what he did?
2: because there was there were slasher movies before that you know most notably like friday the 13th halloween but he pioneered that like it's almost like slasher, but also sort of fantasy science fiction with lots of crazy special effects.
1: That is. He also did, if you think about it, a postmodern horror film like Scream.
2: That like, was yeah. I I really don't care about Scream.
1: No, but Scream is <laughs> too
2: po- postmodern for yeah, me. Yeah, but it
1: was very unconventional. It's like it, then, it was. Then, but that led to like it was kind of Cabin in myself. the Woods. You know. True. It, I mean, it, I think it inspired other uh more. Unconventional horror film, so horror
2: humor type thing, yeah. The
1: humorous horror film, I mean, Evil Dead could be in that category. Gotta think of Sam Raimi when you think of horror, but anyway, Wes Craven. I was always a fan,
2: not trying to diminish his reputation.
1: No, I was always a fan, and uh, yeah, we're gonna end the show here. a Tribute to Wes Craven, a Nightmare on Elm Street 3 song called Dream Warriors. Oh, great, remember that. Yes, of course. By Dokken. You know, I saw uh, Dokken a couple of weeks ago at that hair metal festival in Irvine. and Don Dokken, they play the song? Yeah, they did. But Don oh, Dokken nice. comes out, and he just kind of looks like a fat lesbian now. Yeah. And he was like, you know, I'm going to play this song because I have to, because it was one of our hits, but it's a fucking bitch for me to hit these high notes. <laughs> so I'll do it, but just it's not going to sound as good as it did.
2: You should <laughs> just get an auto-tuner. Yeah,
1: I know. I mean, it's... It didn't sound very good. But anyway, it was a great docking song, Dream Warriors. It was in the movie Nightmare on Elm Street 3. So we're going to end the show with that. Uh, people, Why does be- he
2: just do like all the other rock stars and do like, you know, bring it down an octave and do like a bluesy version of
1: it? You know, a lot of them did that. <laughs> we're
2: the Dream Warriors. Like Richard Cheese. <laughs> a or lounge I, version. Or, you know, like uh, Eric Clapton did that a bunch with Layla. And- <laughs>
1: Well, people are going to end the show here with uh, Dream Warriors by uh, Dawkins. Nice. Uh, Rest in peace there, Wes Craven. Uh, We'll be back next week with episode 500, our uh, big finale. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Until then, take it sleazy.
2: Good night. Mm
0: Lance. Um I I'm a listener from a sleeper cell, you know, coming to the light and I just realized, uh, realize you motherfuckers you're about to finish. Fuck you assholes. Yeah. Fuck you, Luckily. Fuck you, D. Simon. I'll miss you.